these little secrets of the Torah. Well, for instance, why there's no mitzvot, not one, on Shavuos? Why do we have flowers? Why do we eat chalavi? Why is it one day, all the other are seven days? Why do we learn all night? How come the moon is half full by Shavuos and full by Pesach and Sukkot? Mm, mm. Why is it called with a different name, Atzeres? All right. The live feed is 718-683-5858. And the hotline, if you want to listen, you have no computer, you only have a telephone, uh, 712-432-4217 or 718-506-9000. The Masadran, the Technai, is waiting to pick up your call. And that call number right in here is 718-683-5858. And before I start, I want to tell you, all these questions on Shavuos and Megillah's Rus, you can print them. You can print them down. Go to my video on TorahAnytime.com, and you'll see all the contrasts there, all the pamphlets. Lagba Omer, Sears Omer, Shavuos. At the end of Shavuos is Megillah's Rus. Right? How come he was 80 and she was 40? And the marriage only lasted one day. How come? Go to TorahAnytime.com, get the pamphlets. You can watch my video once a week. We're on here on the radio also once a week. But that's a video, TorahAnytime.com. And um, I call it not only Torah Anytime, T-A-T, I call it T-N-T. It's dynamite in video. Like J-Root Radio is jumbo. In Jewish radio, that's dynamite in Jewish video. And uh, if you want to hear my shiurim every single day, chidushim, every single day, every single day, Sunday we do Rishon, Shani, we do uh, Monday, Shlishi on Tuesday, that's on the telephone. Call Haloshon. Call Haloshon from B'nai Barak, you dial a local Brooklyn number, costs you zero, nothing. The number is 718-395-2440. I have about 2,800 Shi'urim, 718-395-2440. And um, if you want to hear me live, sometimes if you push, when you get on there, you push star. And if I'm on live, you go to the number where I am, number three, four, five, six, depends if I'm live. If you hear me, you push star again. You can talk to me on call halashon. That's uh, only people who have a conference call set up like I do. All right, Rabbi Sai, we are ready to tell you a few things, and I'm going to tell you the number again here. In um, and you want to have it in uh, what do you want it in? Farsi, okay. Sheva chad shmone, shei shmone shalosh, chamisha shmone, chamisha shmone. That is seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight. All right, let us ask some questions on parshas. Not so first. Not so has the longest, it is the longest said in the most Pusukim. You know how many? Well, 176. So you say, well, some said has to be the longest. 100% right. How come not so? And number two, how come Baba Basra, which is the longest Masech, that has the same amount of blood? 176. And how come the largest piece of Tehillim is also 176? That's Tehillim Kufiotes 119. And how come the word forever, 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 Laodlam is also 176? Gematria, why? Ooh, we want to know that gigantic little secrets of the Torah. Why not so is the longest and why it has 176? 
Let me tell you. Because the Kli Yoker says, until the month Kufi test that 176, you can get that number many ways. You can get uh, 16 times 11, or you can have um, 4 times 44. But the Kli Yoker said the number is 8 times 22. 8 is ain't sof, l'malam n'seich, l'malam n'azman. 8 is l'osid lovel. 22 is called a Torah cooler because it's written with olive base, which has 22 letters. If you learn Torah Shabbat Peh, Baba Basra, for instance, or you learn Torah Shabbat and Nach, tell him, you are guaranteed a Torah, a future eight, because you learn Torah 22. Eight is lost at level. Eight times 22. Woo, woo. Hashem's name is 26. You'd give up, okay, two and six is eight, you know. And two times six is twelve mazolos and twelve cloudy soil, shvatim. And uh, six minus two is four, sham hamaforish. And two into six is three, Yisrael, the rice of a kitchubrichel. Did you know that? All that stuff? All right, the secrets of the Torah. If you don't know a little bit of numerology, gematria, it's like having a car with no gas. You're not going very far. Maybe you roll down the hill, but you're not going far. The whole thing that Vilna Gaon says is gematrius. Uh, people don't know that. They think it's only parparos. It's little side things you have to know. Well, the Balaturim, which on him we, the Shulchanach was based, he wrote a sefer called Balat, uh, Balaturim Malatora. It's all gematrius. You think maybe he was just playing around with little things? Oh, really? All right. I'll tell you why um, Nosso has the most Pesukim. It happened to have the most. Yeah, but why? Because in that sedra is the only sedra of the Torah that has six pesukim repeated 12 times. The exact same words. Six times 12 is 72. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just say the, the karbonus of the Nisim were exactly the same? This is what Yimnachshon uh, brought from Yehuda. And the others brought the same thing. Why do you have to repeat six pesukim 12 times? It's the sedra of repetition. Therefore, I want to tell you, this sedra happens to have the most pesukim in the Torah because there's a section in it called Karbonus uh, Nisim, which is 12 times the same thing. And you know that every pasuk in the Chumash, you know, has a deeper meaning, at least one diff- at least one other meaning. How much is two times one hundred and seventy-six? That's exactly the gematria of Nasso. Oh my goodness, one seventy-six twice is three fifty-one. Nun shin aleph one three fifty-one. Ay 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 ay. Not so happens to have the most pesukim because it has the longest piece repeti- repetition over there in, in the den. The see uh, every Nasi brought the same thing. The first one brought it on the first day Nisan, second day Nisan, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelve. Thirteen was there of Pesach, and fourteen was Pesach, and the fifteen was Chagamatzos. Pesach is only one day, you know that. It goes from midday to midnight because us would eat carbon Pesach after midnight. So Pesach is one day, and the Pesach says, is Pesach. And the next one says, the next Pesach, right next, Chamish Osiyom. Matzos techelus. So two yom tovim. One is Pesach lasts twelve hours, and then it's Chagamatzos. Anyhow, Nosso is double. How many pesukim? One seventy-six double. It's three fifty-one. Isn't that something? Now you know one secret of the Torah. 
Then we go to like this. Pasha Soto. Soto has 21 pesukim about a woman who uh, while she's living with her husband. She cheats on her husband. So 21 pesukim, and you'll never find the word Soto in the parish parish of Soto. Ever. Never. You know why? It never happened. No woman would be that stupid to uh, deny that she did an Avera, because the husband says, I don't have any aiding, but I think you did get involved with that man. So drink this water, and if you're innocent, everything is fine. Otherwise, your belly will explode, your eyes will pop out, and your hip will dis- disconnect from your, from your stomach. No woman would do that. She rather would say, I admit I did an Avera, so therefore the marriage is over. She gets a get and zero money. She doesn't get any money written in the kasuva because she cheated on her husband. So it never happened. That's why the word sota is not there. So why do you learn it? Ben so rare or mo rare never happened. So why do you learn it? Ir hanidachas never happened. So why do you learn it? Three things in the Torah never happened, but uh, you have to learn it because you learn a lot of things about about the marriage from Soto, and you learn something about the Chinuch from Ben Sorer Morer, and you learn something about the missionary work that they could get the whole town. So you learn about that. All right. Now, since the word Soto is not mentioned in the Parsha of Soto, do you know Maraglim is never mentioned in the Parsha of Maraglim? Because they didn't go as Maraglim. They went as tourists. They're not covered up. Lasur as artists. They were they're open. At the Haftorah of that parsha, Yeshua sent them sneaking around at night. That's Maraglim, Yeshua and Pinchas. But uh, Moshe didn't. They're tourists. They're walking around, undercover agents. Therefore, Maraglim is never mentioned in the parsha Maraglim. They went to Lassur to Ars because uh, they didn't go as Maraglim. And this woman so did never happen. And you know the, the word Shemitah, it's never in the parsha of Shemitah. It says the seventh year, but it never, you know why? Because Hashem never brings a, you know what Shemitah is? Shemitah, the gematria of Shemitah, without the, without the Yud, is 354. And that's how long the year is, 354. Hashem only makes a Shemitah in the 12-month year, never 13th. He doesn't want to make it so hard on the, on the so, so farmers. Shemitah is 354. A year, too. Sean knows also 354. 355, because it's 354 plus a fraction. Like we have 365 days plus six hours. So he calls 365. Sean knows it's 355, which is 354 plus a mashu. So Shemitah is also 354. So you'll say, well, five years ago, there was, uh, seven years ago, there was Shemitah had 13 months. Yeah, that's right, because we have a printed, fixed luach. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Every single month, the Bezin has to decide, is it 29 or 30? Now we have a printed, fixed luach. That's not the way it's going to be again in the future. But originally, it was never in the 13th year, never in the Adrashen year. Never. Because it's too hard for the soldiers, uh, for the uh, farmers. Uh, five, seven years ago, it was not too hard for them. Well, now Shemitah is only Medabonim. You know why? Because, because, really, really, you don't have the land. Yeah, every day you're fighting, people want to kill you because the Muslims say they own the land. When Mashiach comes, there will be no such machlokas. Nobody will even raise one finger against you. Never happened. That can't happen until Mashiach comes. 
And every, since they declared the state, uh, hey, here, 1948, every single day, every single day, every single day, it's war, killing, murder. America is 250 years old. There's no soldiers walking in the street. 1776 to now, 240 years, there's no soldiers walking in the street. In Israel, every city has soldiers. We have police. They have soldiers and police because there's no shalom. Can't be shalom. Too much here comes. All right, so we took care of the Pachas Zohar. Then we get Bichas Kahanim. Yavarechacha Yoer Yisrael. Fifteen words. While I'm talking about that, any Kohanim listening to me, or if you know a Kohen, I'm going to tell you something, you'll be very shocked, but I, 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 after 20 years, I found that is true. 95% of all the Kohanim on Yontif do not hold their hands correctly. How do I look? How can I see that? Because between the three Pesukim, you're allowed to look at them. Only during Duchening, you can't look at them. A Kohen who knows something doesn't even have to hold his hands up. After he says, and then they sing, ay, 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 they don't have to hold their hands up. There's no duchening. You can look at them. The ones who don't know anything hold their hands up. You can see that. To hold their hands completely wrong. Some of them over their eyebrows. Some of them at the chest. Some of them spread apart right and left. Some of them at the hips. Some of them uh, at the bent, sh- and the elbows are bent. It has to be straight out from your shoulder. No higher, no lower. Straight out. The two thumbs have to touch. And don't tell me this is Minig because this was written by a Sephardi, the Mechaber, Magan. You look at that, and it's not 60 or 70. 95% of all Kohanim don't know how to do it because they never looked at the next Kohen. But they can look at the next Kohen doing the Yehiratzon. They should learn how to do it. Unfortunately, um, um, you know what I mean? Uh, sometimes people do things, the father and the son, they never learned the right thing. Look in the Shulchan Aruch, it tells you exactly how to do it. And most of uh, you look, you look at yourself, you're probably not doing it right. It has to be straight, not higher or lower than your shoulder, and straight stretched all the way out, and the thumbs have to touch. The right thumb has to be over the left thumb, and you have to have five avira and five windows with your fingers. All right, that takes care of that. Now, we would like to open the lines and see if anybody is interested to talk to us, and then we'll get to the questions of Shavuos and Rus. Iran, any callers? Okay. Now we ask the questions of Shavuos. Why is this the only yontif of the year, even including Hanukkah and Purim, that has no mitzvahs? Zero. There's not one single mitzvah. Our number over here, by the way, maybe you forgot it, is um, 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. Iran, if there's any callers, you can interrupt me. All right. Why is there no mitzvahs? None. On the Yontif, when the Torah was given, not one single mitzvah we have to do. Why, why flowers? Why do we have flowers in our shul and our house? Why that dairy meal? Why do you have to eat milchik? Why? Why is it one day? All the others are seven days. Why do you have to learn all night? How come the moon on Shavuos is on the 6th, is half uh, lit, and on the Pesach and Sukkot is full moon, 15th? How come? How come it doesn't say in the Torah anywhere that Matan Torah was on Shavuos? Oh, it tells you something about Shavuos, about Bikurim, but never tells you Matan Torah was on Shavuos. How come? Why did it have another name, Atzeres? Why? Why do we celebrate it on the wrong day? You know the Torah was not given on the 6th of Sivan. 
And we do a sixth of seven for the last 3,000 years, but it's the wrong day. Well, it's not the wrong day, but it looks like the wrong day because the Torah was not given on the sixth of seven. It was not. Why do we count 49 when the Torah says, Chamishim Yom, Tisbur Chamishim 50? Anyone know the answer to this? And then I'm going to ask you some questions on Rus. Uh, Iran, do we have any callers? All right. Uh, the, why is why is why is Rus Gematria six o six? What does it have to do with being a Jew? Why is Rus Gematria six o six? Who is she anyhow? A nobody? Who is she? This woman? Why is Bo as equal to eighty five? That has anything to do with the Megillus Rus? Who is he? A nice man? Who wrote the Megillah? Not Boaz and Rus. Who wrote it? When was it written? A thousand years later? Next year? Fifty years later? Why do we read Megillus, Rus, and Shavuos? What's Mashiach? Why does Mashiach have to come from the lowest of all the nations? Moab. Why? Moab, from the Father. Mamas are nation. What? Two callers? Yeah. Uh, let's get the first one. Who's the first? Siggy, you're on the air. Thank you for calling. Go ahead, Siggy. Go ahead. Hello, Siggy. I don't hear Siggy. All right, who's the next? David. David, you're on the air. Go ahead, David. How are you? Good. Baruch Hashem, I'm fine. Okay, I'll, ask, I'll answer you the last question. Why do we read the Megillat Ruth on the... Uh... On Shavuos, and what is the connection between Ruth and Mashiach? Right. First of all, Mashiach was born from Ruth, David Amelech. And second right. of all, that Mashiach to be coming, he has to be coming through Moab, convoluted way, not in a straight way. Hashem made it happen that if he was coming through Ktusha, he would have been stricken by the Sitcha Acha. Ah. That's why he has to come out through Lot and his daughters. Yeah. Um, no, you mean uh, Lot, no, uh, Lot and his daughters. Lot and his daughters, yeah, Lot and his no, daughters. No, no, Lot. Lot, that's what I say, Lot. No, I thought you said Ruth. No. Okay, Lot and his daughters, which is like Mayav, Amamza. Why does Mashiach have to come from Amamza nation? Why? Oh, you mean the Sitra Achor shouldn't complain. So if he came from a Gezat Kedusha, he would complain? Exactly. No, he would, he would make an obstacle for that. Oh, so since he comes from a, a low nation, he says, ah, she's nothing. He won't not stand against her. 100% right, David, that you would see that. About, when it's, uh, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef yeah. Chaim, the same thing about uh, Yehuda and Tamar. When Mashiach comes from Yehuda and Tamar, you say, oh, what is this? This is not uh, according to the Torah, so I won't even right. put uh, energy into it. I won't yeah. uh, waste my time for that. Right. Now, why would you 606? Because 606, uh, she was keeping seven minutes of Benenoah, to six, six, six is Tariag Mitzvot. Uh-huh. Very good. Let me, I'm going to ask you a question now, since you know a lot about this. How come Amashiach, all the way back to Lod, has a funny, not such a holy Geza, the father and the daughter, a Yehuda with her daughter-in-law, Godel Hador Boaz with this woman sneaks into her bed. Why must it be like that? I just told you before, because Mashiach has to come not through the conventional way. Yeah. Otherwise, he would be coming. You know what, David? I'm going to tell you something that maybe you know, maybe you don't. 
The Christians okay. say that their Mashiach, Yimachshimo, their Mashiach came from a Malach. The mother had a relation with a Malach. We want to show Mamish the opposite, 100% a human being. That's what yes. I've told us. So human that a father and a daughter, you can't get more close than that. Uh, yes. A father-in-law and a daughter-in-law. Um, the God had daughter with some girl from Moab sneaks in his bed at night. We want to show the world it has nothing to do with Melach, Melach of an angel. It's real human being. It's not some kind of faker person that said he's a half Malach in there. Moshe Abenu's not even a Malach. He had died like a regular person. <laughs> so there, that's the other reason to prove to the world that Mashiach is a real person, not some kind of Malach or something that we don't know what that means. Very good, you know, I, yeah. uh, Yosef, I have yeah. a chidush for you. Uh, the Christians think that uh, Mashiach come from uh, David Amelech, right? That's what yeah, they say. Right. Yeah. They said that he can, uh, you said that if they were pregnant by the one above. Yeah. Here is a contradiction. If he came from David Melech, how could Very he good. I know what you're going to say. How could he be from David if he came, his father was a Malach? <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. That's the biggest spirit to them. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a known thing. So if you look, well, you don't shouldn't look at it, but if you look in their Bible, he said he came from David and he came from the angel. No, which one? Hello? <laughs> which one was it? <laughs> Okay, so, you know, it's all based on Shekhar, and therefore uh, our Torah is based on Emmet. It's so physical, even a father and a daughter, even a, even a father-in-law and a daughter-in-law, even a, a Godel Hadar with the girl from Moab. We want to show the world, no, this is Mamish, a person. Okay, very good, David. Thanks for calling. You're welcome, and continue the whole work. Thank you so much. Next. Yocheved, you're on the air. Huh? Go ahead, Yocheved. Could I answer the question why we learned the whole night? Yeah, tell me. Because when the the Jewish people were late to Matan Torah, so yeah. we stay up late to learn to make Why? up for that. Oh, they were late to Matan Torah. How come? I don't know. We were, we were late. I don't know. Why they were, were they scared. late? Do you know why they were late? No. Let me tell you. How old are you, you Kevin? Twelve. Oh, you're a smart girl. Let me tell you something. Moshe told the Bnei Yisrael three days before Hashem is going to speak to you from heaven. All millions of people, millions of them, it never happened to any human being, and never happen, maybe won't happen again. Hashem tells them three days ahead of time, and they get up late? Do you really believe that? Do you really believe that? That Hashem says He's coming to you, He's going to speak to you like He speaks to me. And you're going to hear Him. Every single one of you will be a bigger Navi than Yecheskel. And you think... They forgot that, or they got up late. Do you, if I tell you, you're heaven, come to my office tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. I'm going to give you $100,000 in cash. Would you be late? No. <laughs> of course not. You're not an idiot. You'd be there two hours before. How could the Jewish people be late? Oversleep when Moshe gave him three days warning. Now I'm going to tell you, Kevin, a secret of the totem. What am I? It's in my safe. Gigantic little secrets of the totem. It's called Niflot Hatorah. Moshe told them, "You're going to get the Torah in three days." They thought, "Yeah, we'll be in the Vim like Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. They always got it when they were sleeping in in a chalom, in a dream, half conscious, you know, half awake and half not." They made such a mistake. Moshe got, woke him up early in the morning, I don't know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Get up! You're not getting it like the Avos. You're getting it like me. Osha was the 
greater than all the Nevi'im. Lokom Novi od Kemosha. You're going to get it standing on your feet, not sleeping, nothing, and you're going to be awake 100%. Because when you get Torah, you have to learn it. You have to think, what is this? What does it mean? And what does it mean? I have to ask questions. You've got to be 100% awake, not in a dream, half asleep. Half asleep. They underestimated their own godless. That's why we massacred that head for thousands of years. We learned all night because the B'nai Yisrael thought they're going to be like the others. They're going to be much greater than the others. Moshe was not as great as the others in Amuna, but he was greater than the others in the Vua. They thought they're going to be like the others. Moshe said, No, you made a mistake. You're going to be greater than the others. You're going to be like me for a minute, for a few hours, well, one hour, whatever it was. You were going to hear Hashem's voice awake, not sleeping. They underestimated their godless. And therefore, we have to make a dumachat, a tikkun for this, that we don't know how great we really are. Every year, we're misakin the head of underestimating our godless. That's why we stay up all night. Okay, you have it? Yeah, could I, could I give you an answer to why it says that David was, um, um, the Mashiach is going to be someone from David and from Amalek? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, who says David the Malach? No one said that. No, not David the Malach, but Mashiach's going to come from Mashiach's um, father what? was uh, Malach. What? No, Mashiach doesn't come from Malach. That's what the Christians say. Oh. But they said that that Mashiach, that guy there, J.C., Yoshka, his mother got pregnant by a Malach. That's a shaker. That's why we don't believe in it. That's why we say, no, just the opposite. No Malach. A real person like, like Lot and his older daughter and uh, Yehuda and Tamar and Boaz and Rus, real people, not a Malach. That's Sheker. That's what the Goyim say. We don't believe in that stuff. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Who's number four? Yehuda. Yehuda, you want Go ahead. Go ahead, Yehuda. Can I answer the question why, why we read Megillah's Ruth? Yeah, why we read Megillah's Ruth? What do you say, uh, Iran? I can't. You better talk up because we have to go to the next caller. What did you say? Say it again clearly. I think they hung up. Okay, next caller. Who, what's that again? Say it again. What because Ruth was a great-grandmother, right, correct. Dad, so why do we read it on Shavuos? Uh, yeah, go ahead, why? All right, next caller. Thank you. Tzvi, uh, you're on the air. Tzvi, you're on the air. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know the answer to the question, why do they bring flowers? Yeah, why do we have flowers in shul, right? Because Hashem decorated the flowers on Harsinai. Oh, there were flowers in Harsinai. Why were there flowers? Because why not, let's say? decorated Harsinai with flowers. Oh, oh very nice, Svi. You're a very smart boy. Thank you for calling. Who's the next caller? No, now, on the boy's side, this young man, uh, Tzvi, said that Har Sinai had flowers around it. Very good. Now, very good. That's for Tzvi, but for you and me and the older people, why flowers? Why not a date palm where you have dates, which is sweet, 
Why not an olive tree? We have oil that represents not light Torah. Why not a, a grapevine where you could have wine and represent simcha? Why not a pomegranate represents rimonim that the lowest Jew has uh, uh, many many mitzvahs like the rimon has six hundred thirteen seeds and then there's six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. Why flower? Let me tell you why flowers. Flowers have three things. They look good, they smell good, and if it has fruits, the fruits taste good. Torah is the same thing. It looks good, means it makes sense. Then comes, it smells good. Torah has thousands and thousands of pirushim. You can explain it. And then it tastes good. The mitzvah makes you a healthy person who will live forever in Gan Eden. Uh, a date palm doesn't have that. A, bom- a palm is a date, is a date, is a date, is a date. And an olive is an olive, is an olive. And a pomegranate is Flowers go through stages. First is green, then it has green leaves, then it comes a flower. Three stages. We also develop first Chumash, Mishnah, Gemara, Medrashim, Kabbalah. And also it has three things. It looks good, it smells good, and it tastes good. That's why Dafka Parachim, flowers, it represents growth, development, and different stages. It looks good. A Torah Jew is an ideal human being. It smells good. The Torah Purushim that he says sounds good, and it tastes good. He does mitzvahs. Okay, we have any more callers? No. All right, so let me tell you some of the answers. Ready? Ready? We read Megillah's Rus. Because Rus is a Giyuris, and we became Gerim on Shuas. We were married to the Torah, which means um, when we said Nasev and Nishma, we will not do it, and then we will learn the Torah the rest of our life. We'll figure out why we do it. We're married. Doesn't a, a, a wife agree to her husband to only stay with him? He says to her, Hareat Mukudeshes Li, you are Mukudesh only to me. You have nothing to do with any other human being except me. Which means you can't be intimate with any human being except me. And if she violates that, you have this week's Pasha, Sota. She dies. She drinks that water and ashes and her belly explodes. But it never happened, Sota. That's why the word Sota is not in the Pasha of Sota. 21 Pesukim, but it never happened. Because no woman is that stupid. If she did an Avera, she'll admit it and she'll be given a get thrown out of the marriage, no money, but she's not going to be a soda. A soda is a woman who doesn't, she's, she's lying. She says, I didn't do it, but she really did. Then she drinks the stuff, she explodes. It never happened, because no woman will do that. You wouldn't walk in front of a car that's moving, would you? Would you put your fan, your hand in a fan, or your foot in front of a lawnmower? Of course not. Would you jump off a building? And no woman, if she did the Avera, she would never be, she may have did an Avera, but she's not stupid. She's not going to drink that stuff. It never happened, ever, ever. And that's, how do you know? Because of the word Sota. It's not in the parish of Sota. 21 Pesukim about something that could happen, but it never did. It's possible, but nobody, if she does that there, she'll admit it, and she won't have to have the name of Hashem wiped out. And she'll be, uh, she's, she's going to get um, strafe, or she'll be burnt, because she uh, did uh, an arayos, Neuf, um, while she's married, she'll, she, if he doesn't do tshuva, she's going to get sreifa. And if there's Adim, she's going to get sreifa, even if she does tshuva. But if there's no Adim, 
she's Koretz, and then, or, or and um, she can do Tshuva for Koretz. Chol Chai is low, can you get Malkus, and then you do Tshuva, and then you're right. All right, do we have any callers? Shalom, you're on the air, Shalom. Yes, tell me, when Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Torah to Kalei Yisrael, how come yeah. we don't know anything about his sons? Oh, very good. Gershon and, uh, and Alaza, right? Yeah, but then there's mention of that, but we don't know after that. We don't know anything about them or after you're that. You're 100% that. right. You're 100% right. You know something? I'm going to, before I answer the question, Alaza, um, Aaron had two tour sons, two died. The other is Alaza of Yisrael, right? Yeah. Yisrael we know nothing about. Only Alaza. What happened to his summer? What happened to him? What's with him? Very little or nothing is known. You know why? If you're a Russia, they mention it. But if he's just a regular guy, they don't mention it. Sons of Moshe were great people, but nothing special. Therefore, you don't mention it. That's why. They're nothing special. I can't mention everybody's name. They didn't amount to, they're probably in, today, they'll be the Gadoni as well. But and compared to Moshe, there was nothing. Regular people, nice people, not to show him. You're right. That question is, uh, we can't mention every guy that's a nice man. He has to be special. Evil, he's either specially bad, like Rob Korach. Yeah, but you see, you, see, you see that there were four people who went into Ghanaian, Nishai, Kilov, and, uh, and they, 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 they weren't sinning, but they, they also weren't anything. Uh, oh, Yishai was very good. He, he, lived, he lived 400 years. Kilov, Kilov, they say he didn't sin at all in his life, and he was very happy. He wasn't anything, uh, right? You know, Shalom, uh, you got four. a good question. You're... I see that you're a thinking person. Very good. I like your thinking. You're a smart guy. You know any of these questions about Shuas? Why is Rus 606? What does that have to do with the McGill's Rus? Kamatu 606. It's very. It's not just a side little thing. 606 is Iker. Let me tell you. Well, because you're on the yeah, elevator. You're asking such a question. I can answer you back. When yeah. Shuas, with Shuas is not Tayag either. Right. Hundred percent. Uh, Five ninety. Right. Yeah. Uh, where it's written in the Torah is 590. It's, but it's supposed to be what Rashi says right on the bottom, a 600, but it's not so. Answer is no. Torah itself is not 613. Which Torah one? Torah is 611. Uh, uh, oh, the word Torah 611. But we have 613 mitzvahs. Two of them we heard from Hashem. We didn't need Moshe. Torah is 611 because we heard two from Hashem. And the Torah is Torah's Moshe. He explained everything, but the first two we heard directly. So that's nothing. But Moshe Rabbeinu is Gematria 613. But, but, but Torah is 611 because we heard two from Hashem and 611 from Moshe. But I want to tell you something. Um, uh, Rus is 606. You know why? Because you can't be a Jew unless you're a decent guy. You have to keep the Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noach. There it is. 7 plus 606 is 613. She already kept Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noach. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? Also, who was the Machaber of Akdamus Mil? Who was the author of Akdamus? Of who? Akdamus. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's written in the Moxler. If you have a Yontemar, some uh, uh, German Rav in, in the year 1000. You look in the Moxler, you'll see it. Uh, in the year 1000, uh, very way far back. Because yeah. the early okay. Balitos was were the, a lot of the Gaonim were Germans and uh, and Yerashi was lived in Germany his whole life and Balitos were his grandsons and grandson in laws they were all from from Germany and you know Ashkenaz that's France Germany Belgium the Western Europe they uh, so anyhow the the guy the, and the guy the the big tzaddik wrote Akdomus some I don't know some Kubel uh, some gone maybe thousand years ago. You look it up in the, if you have a moxer, I know people don't use moxerdom anymore, but every moxer has his name. And you know what? I don't want to go into this, but Agdomus Milan is about, 
a, a fish that kills an ox. My goodness, what does that mean? Yeah, Leviathan kills an ox. What does that mean? That's all Kabbalah. I don't want to go into that. No, Bahar Shari, Bahar Shari, Yosef. Yeah, no, but the, the mushal, that's an imshal. The mushal is a fish kills an ox, right? And why you use that kind of mushal? Because the Apikabola is very deep. Because the, the Gros says there's no such no fish called Leviathan. It's only a mushal. Everybody's going to like each other. Malava each other. No, it's in That means Leviathan. Shalom in the world. Yeah. It's only a mushroom. Understand? There's no such real fish like that. A fish don't come on the ground and kill oxen. <laughs> that doesn't work like that. The Ross says, uh, it's a mushroom. We love each other. We, we love each other. No sin of mm. All right. Anyhow, Shalom, thank yeah. you for calling. Thank you. Okay. Right. Any other callers? Zegula. What's the name? Zegula. Zegula. Um, I wanted to say them. My mommy had a baby today. Who did? Your mommy? Yeah. Wonderful. Boy or a girl? A boy. Um, how old is he? <laughs> <laughs> One year old? Um, I don't One know. One day old? One day old? Huh? I don't... I don't know. Well, he's one day old. All right. I'm, I wish you Mazel Tov, Ziggler. And you know what? You call me up when he has a bris eight days from now, okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Ziggler. Mazel Tov to your whole family. Who is next? Yossi. Yossi, on the air. Yes. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. I want to tell you a site that did take place. A what? A site that did take place. It did take oh, place. Oh, go ahead. Saita. Yeah. And a uh, site that took place, the Gemara brings down that the sister was switched. She I went know. To that's the only the case. Right, and it but never you said that. You didn't say that. So, and it lipped, the, the water went into her, and that's it. And then there's a question, okay, on that, but at least that was the case that was brought down. Uh, listen, let me tell you, Yossi. The, Number the, two, the, let me just give you a little information, right? Maisha was the Malach Michal. You know that? I know that. Like, you knew that. You know, there's I a lot of places in Menachas on Dov Kuf Yud. Yeah. He's the Sayyid's role. He's Makriv. Nishmoseim shall tzadikim. Right. I and didn't that's say Moshe Zabin. Also, you, because the Pasha he was taken out of has 101 pesukim, which is right. Mechol, Tetzava. Right. The back letters of Meishuk, according to the Ben Ishchai and the Vilna Gun and, and so on, are that the, the back letters equal 101. That's how many times you learn Torah at the snap. Those seven and days you, know, you learn Torah and, and at the snap. You know, you know why Moshe... Uh, is represented by Michael 101, you know why? Yeah, he, no, because, the, you know, when Mayim, you know, it's interesting, we say in the in the Siddur, when you say, Lubavitch has a nice song on it, Ha-Ha-La-Sela, yeah. ha the Rebbe used to really clap by that song. Yeah. So the, and I'm not Lubavitch, I'm just telling you yeah. that, uh, that, the, that it was looked upon good, you know. There's many people looked now, upon you, good. You, you said a few things. You right. said a few, first of all, you said Moshe... Uh, By the uh, way, I want to uh, say one thing that you never heard. It went to Rabbi Reisman. Two years ago in Landau's, I gave twice. I gave the Shalashidah's drush. I'm a So I yeah. did a lot of work on all the Gemara's Rabbi Kiva. But I want to just tell you, as Mechadish, that Yaakov was Megala the case, even though fundamentally who, who was, was, who was, he? He was Megala the case. Who? I proved it from another who? Gemara in Sanhedrin. Who was Megala? Yaakov Avino. Oh. brought down two people in Chazal that knew the case. One was Daniel. One was Daniel. And one was Yaakov. And I proved that he was Megalodicates, but we don't yeah, have Yeah, but not to us, person. only to another Navi. No, he was Megalodicates, even in the Rashi. Rashi was Megalodicates, if you learn it right. 
How come nobody knows when it's going to be? Because you could be Megala. Let me explain to you something. All the Torah says on Daf Lamech Ches and Yuma that Hakadosh Baruch Hu saw Tzadikim Meutin. That Lashon on Daf Lamech Ches. If you look it up, and he saw that Tzadikim Meutin, so he spread it out to see when he spread it for all generations. That mm-hmm. we could do that. That means that the Chedushei Torah was spread for all generations. Mm-hmm. So when you learned a certain Gemara and you learned certain information a thousand years ago, you looked at it as an argument. Today. We could already hold, like the Al Shekhar says, we could already know the time. So, anyway, if you ever have a chance and I have time to call you back, I will let you know when he was Megala the case. All right, but okay? how come nobody I knows? I said it over to a lot of people. Hello? People can I say yes. one word? How yes. come nobody knows when it is? Um, because, what do you mean? It's because. You don't you know it. The, I don't know it. If you would hear the Chiddush, what I said. No, but you, you don't know it. And the Chazinish was working, it. by the way, the Chazinish was working on this, what I. Uh, that the Rosh Hashiva for Israel told me. Listen, nobody in the world knows the case. Not that, but we know this man, what it could be. So if you would when listen could to it the class, when, could when it you be? would listen, well, well, we'll call back another time. But when ha- it's, a, it's a little long right now, and I have to be somewhere. But I just want to let you know, so I just called you with the idea of but there's a few other things that I can tell you about. Nobody is so greater than Yaakov, and Hashem prevented him from the And according to the Arizal, Kairach will be lost, and I did work on it, because the first Rashi in Kairach says, Yafid Nidrashis behind the Medrash Tanchuma, why he goes away from Rabbi, even though the first Rashi in Beratius is a Tanchuma, but there's a reason why what happened with Kairach. You know why? You know why? Hello, i got to say something, otherwise i got to detect. Okay, who's the next caller? No more. Now listen, if Yossi is listening, he didn't give me a chance to answer his questions. He says some people were Megala the case, but nobody in the world knows it except these one or two or three people, and those who know it will never tell you. So when Yaakov was uh, benching his children, he says, I would like to Megala the case to you, but I can't. Hashem took it away from me. And number two, and I'm your, all the boys standing around my case, my Mito, Reuben Shimon, Levi, Huda, Sagazun, Don of Telling God, you have all the letters of the Aleph Bays in your name except Kates. Kuf Tzadi, which means he did not Megala the Kates to his children. Who's greater than others? And number two, they said, yes, Tati, there's no Kuf Tzadi, but amongst our names, there's no Ches and Tes either. We're not Bale Chet. So he says, Avo Pikain, I cannot tell you. So maybe some people know, but they wouldn't tell it, which means 99.999% of the world does not know when Mashiach is coming. And those who know would never, ever say it. And those who say it for sure do not know. Because we have an expression in Yiddish, there was organ vasenish, there was vasen organish. So this man made a statement about a lot of things. He didn't let me talk. And he said, Michael is Gematria 101. And the Moshe Rabbeinu is equal to Michoel, but there's only one problem. And that, that one sedra, which is uh, Titzav, is the only sedra in the Torah where Moshe's name is not mentioned. But since it has 101 pasukim and Michoel equal to Moshe, that means Michoel is the Sar Shal Yisrael above. Moshe is the Sar Shal Yisrael below. Therefore, his Moshe's name is mentioned in every pasuk, but not directly. Because we're 101 Pesukim, and Michael's 101. Okay, the guy that didn't let me talk, but uh, if you, okay, I thought it's a two-way conversation, so let's go to the next caller. Any more? No. Okay, let me tell you these secrets now, uh, more secrets of the Torah. We have uh, 15 minutes to go. So, Rus is 6.06, so you say, yeah, so what about the know that for? 
she accepted 606 mitzvahs. Before that, she already kept seven. Because to be a yid, you have to be a, keep the Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noach, and seven plus 606 is Rus. Now, she is the daughter of Eglon Melech Moab. She's a rich woman. She decided to live as a poor girl, collecting um, um, wheat and barley in the fields because she wanted to convert, and she didn't more like the religion of her father, which was Avodah of paganism. She decided to become a poor Jew rather than a rich guy. So she accepted the whole Torah. She said to Naomi, Elikai Chalikai. So 606 is Rus. Now, um, mm, uh, she is Eglon Melech Moab's daughter. Boaz is 85. You know why? That's not his name. His name is Avtzon, the father of the sheep. Shmuel Hanavi, who wrote this, called him Boaz. You know why? Boaz is 85. That's how many Pesukim there are in the Megillah. And 77 of them start with a Vav. And eight of them start with not above. Seventy-seven and eight is eighty-five. She wanted to marry a man, Rus, who kept brismila. Every Jew keeps brismila. No, a person who controlled his taiva. So she snuck into his sleeping bag, and he wouldn't touch her all night, even though she was not married. And he asked, are you married? No. Are you Anita? No. Are you over Avodah No. Are you a married woman? No. And he was not married either. One of the three ways of marrying is to have intimate contact. He says, no, I won't. So the Gemara says, who's greater, Boaz or Yosef? They said, of course Boaz is greater. Yosef had this, uh, he was attacked by Asia's Potiphar. It took one minute. He ran out of the house. This was all night, six hours. He was much greater than Yosef in self-control. Bo in him, Az, is strength. Bo, eight, Az, seventy-seven. Eighty-five pasukim, because seventy-seven and eight is eighty-five, and seventy-seven start with a vav. And eight do not. And eight represents bris. And Bo in him is Az, is power, self-control. That's why Boaz, his real name is Avton, but Shmuel Hanavi calls him Boaz. Who wrote Megillah? The Megillah, Shmuel Hanavi, 77 years later. See, Bo, Az. Az is 77. Why do we read it? Because it's about Gerus. And we became Gerum on Shavuos when we said Nasvanishma. Every single Jew, Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, and Moshe Rabbeinu were B'nai Noach. There was no formal Torah yet. They all did the Torah voluntarily. There was no tzivoy that if you do this, you have miso. If you do this, you have kores. If you do this, you have skila, Sarah, malchus. There was no such thing until Nasev and Ishma on the early morning of the 7th of Sivan, 2448, 3,300 years ago. Then Moshe Rabbeinu became a member of Chlaul Yisrael. Claudius saw is not to one man, it's all millions of them together. They all said Nasev and Ishma. They were as great as Moshe Rabbeinu for that minute, because they, they heard Hashem's voice. And what's more important, Toshibiksava, Toshibalpeh. Of course, Toshibalpeh. How do you know? Because they heard Hashem's voice. Forty days later, they got a Sarah uh, Dibbers written. The Toshibalpeh is a hundred times more important than Toshibiksava. You know why? 
There's many, many things in Tosh B'Ksav that mean opposite what's written. Vincent says, On the ninth day of the month, from evening, even you have to torture yourself. And we know it's not true. Yom Kippur is not the ninth, it's the tenth. Ah! It says on Pesach, on the first day, touch pizza, remove chomet. You know it's not true. Because you have to do it the day before. Ah! It says, Osef as Beno, the father and the son, don't shecht in the same day. You know it's not true. It's only the mother. So why? It is true, but it, uh, what our little mind, it looks like it's not true. And Rashi says the first word of the Torah does not mean in the beginning. Because Rashi, in the first word of the Torah, said, if you meant the beginning, why didn't you start out with the right word? Bari shono borolikim. I'll give you a hundred proofs like this that you don't have Torah Shabbat Peh. You have nothing. You have a Bible. That's what the Goyim have. We have Torah Shabbat Peh and Torah Shabbat You know why you need the Torah Shabbat Peh? The base Torah Shabbat is the foundation. It's like a um, it's like a car. What's more important, the transmission or the engine? Well, the engine without the transmission is very nice. It'll run. You have heat, and you can sleep in it, and you can listen to the radio, but you're not going anywhere. And suppose you have the transmission, and it's tremendous transmission, but you have no engine. You're not going anywhere. You need both. You cannot live without Toshibiksav and Toshibalpeh. It's like oil and water floating. Oil floats on the water. You put the wick in the oil, the oil lights, not the water. But if you take away the water, the oil collapses. You can't have any Torah without Al Toshibiksav. That's called Mayim. That's the Torah. The Iker Torah is the Hamisha Chumsha Torah. Now, how do you explain that? That's Torah Peh. It tells you why the ninth of Tishrei means the tenth. It'll tell you why the fa- don't shek the father and the son means mother and the, t- and the son. It'll tell you many things. For instance, where in the Torah does it tell you anywhere that tefillin have to be in a box? Black. Leather. Square. Nowhere. Where does it say in the Torah you shek an animal with a knife? Where do you see that? What do you have in the Torah? Anything about Muktzah? Okay, you have a caller? Yes, I have uh, Levi. Levi, you're on there. Hi, how are you? Baruch Hashem, good. So you, it's funny that everyone mentions that Shavuot seems like it's synonymous with Man Matan Tarasenu, and it is, but interestingly in the Torah, it never says anywhere in relating, in relating to Shavuot, Man Matan Tarasenu. Oh, that's one of my questions. Like I just asked. How come? No. It says Shavuos was Bikurim. Thank you very much. But what about Matan Torah? Right. Do you know why it doesn't say that on Shavuos the Torah was given? So the three Chazish says the reason oh. why is because the Kiddush HaKadosh, when it was Al-Piedim, yeah. then it came out that Vav Sivan wasn't always on Shavuos. Right. But that's is the that... reason why nowadays with our calendar, the way it works out, that Vav Sivan always comes out on Shavuos. Vav Sivan happens to be the day that it was given. You know what, Levy? Levy, you said it. Yeah, Levy, you said a very good thing. The, I, I asked one of the questions was, how come the Torah doesn't say uh, the Torah wasn't given on Shavuos? Yeah, it was, but it doesn't say it. And number two is the second question has to go along with this: is um, how can we celebrate today Shavuos on the wrong day? It was not given on the sixth. It was given on the seventh, on Shabbos. It was supposed to be given on Friday. Ah, therefore, Chachamim have the whole idea of two days yontif. There's a concept that Friday they said Nasev and Ishma, that's Kabbalah Torah. Shabbos the seventh they said they had Matan Torah. You can when you order online, you pay first, then you get it. You go to the gas station, you put it in the car, then you get the gas. You must be Makabel before they send it to you. 
Like, how can I give you something you don't want? So Friday was a yom tov. It's called Kabbalah Sator. Shabbos was matan to a big difference. You cannot give something to a person he doesn't want. You have to accept it. So really, that's the, that's the sort of second-day yontem. Where's the Chacham come up with the idea that you can have two-day yontem, that they build it on that? Moshe said, could I have an extra day? I've got to get the people ready and not ready. Hashem said, okay, and I, did, I wanted to give it on the 6th, but I'll give it on Shabbos the 7th. From that, we realized the godless of Moshe Rabbeinu. Hashem created autumn on the Friday. The Vav, the sixth day of Sheshimah uh, he said, in thousands of years from now, the Eden will get the Torah in the sixth day of Sivan. If they accept it, good. Otherwise, I'll, if not, I'll destroy the whole world. Because I made the world only for Israel. And then Moshe comes to Hashem, could you give me an extra day? Okay. My goodness, after 2448 years, Hashem says, okay. Just like that. Because the Chachomim tell us, if you, from your youth, always did what Hashem said, then one time you ask the request, he'll do what you want. That's why you go to a tzaddik when a person is sick. Because he's so close to Hashem, and the doctors say there's no hope for this guy, and he's mispalil, and he tells you everything will be okay. And the guy lives 25 years later. Ah, the filler of a tzaddik works. Moshe said, please, I need another day. Hashem said, okay. He changes his plan from 2,000 years ago. Just told you, it just tells you, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu goes there, a Tzadik Mekayim. But once in a while, Tzadik goes there. A Kaddish Baruch Hu's Mekayim. That's the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. Any Tzadik. How do you like that? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Mazakir Rabbim, for calling in and bringing that subject up. Who's the next caller? You know, before we go to David, I want you to know, to people who don't know, our telephone number here is 718-683-5858. Uh, 718-683-5858. You know that 5858 is 1313, which is Yudke Vavke. You know that, right? It's 9718-683-5858. Okay, David, go ahead. We on, who is it, David? David? Hello. Go ahead, David. Could you ask me a question? Yeah, I'd love to ask you a question. Um, why do we, we read Megillah's Rus on, Sh- on Shavuos? Um, I'll tell you why. David comes from Rus. Uh, and and David was born on Shavuos and died on Shavuos. Right. And the second reason is she became a Giyuris, and we became Gerim on Shavuos. We accepted the Torah. All right. You want another okay. question? Yeah. Okay. Why do we have flowers on Shavuos? Because flowers have three things. Oh, very good. Tell me. Three what? Like the right, uh, mouth. Yeah. Uh, it looks nice. Right. And... If it has fruits on it, it tastes good. Yeah, it smells good, it looks good, and it tastes good, right? Right. I see you were listening to my sh- uh, the program before. You're a very smart guy, David. And tell me, David, how do you spell that? Dalit, well, Dalit. Yeah, and what's the gematria? You know the gematria there? They, um... Fourteen. Right. And one and four together is? Five. 
Ooh, David kept the whole Torah, Torah. You have to do that too because you have his name. David, thank you so much for calling. Bye. Bye bye. Who's next? Yeah, who's next? Um. Who's next? Sarah, you're on the head. Yeah, hi. Can I have a question? Yeah, I'll give you a question. Why do we eat milchik chalavi? Why do we have a dairy meal on Shuas? Because of... Okay, caller. Next caller. Shia. Shia, you on the... Hello? Go ahead, Shia. Shira. S-H-I-R-A. What? Shira. What is Iran, what did you say? Shira. Oh, she owes. Yeah, go ahead. You're on the air. Um, is it possible that one one day in school my teacher said that reason why we read Megillus Rus is because David Hamalek came from Megillus, um, from Rus, and she and and David Hamalek was born and was nifter on Shuas. Very good. That's why we read Megillus Rus, because that's his grandmother. David's great-grandmother was Rus, correct? Also, All um, right. That's a wonderful answer. Uh, any more callers? Also, hello? Yeah, uh, any more? You want to you know anything else? What? Um, what else yeah. do you want to tell me? Some people used to make fun of, of David Hamalek. How many what? Some people used to make fun of David Hamalek because why do people came, make fun of David Hamalek? He came, he came from Rus, and um, and Rus was a Moabiah. So oh, Ruth, they make fun of him. But, you know what the Gemara says about that? They say they want uh, uh, David. Sh- it's good that he came from a Moabiah. You know why? If he came, if the Mashiach, because David's great-grandson is going to be Mashiach, if Mashiach came from a very pure, holy, holy person, the Satan would try to stop him so there wouldn't be a Mashiach for the Jewish people. So you bring Mashiach from the lowest nation, Moab, so the Satan is not going to bother. He says, nah, the Jews will never have Mashiach. He comes from such a low line. Hashem would never do that. So he's not going to bother to try to interfere. Like if you're very, 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 very rich man, they may, may want to kidnap the, the man's daughters or, or son, and when you pay a million dollars, they'll give it back. But if the, you always say, if the man makes believe he's poor, even though he has a million dollars, he doesn't dress so fancy, he doesn't have such a fancy house, he doesn't drive an $80,000 car, he drives a $24,000 car. If he yeah, makes himself very simple, the, the gangsters and are not going to look after him. They're leaving him alone. So if you have a high profile, you're in danger. If you have a low profile, They'll leave you alone. That's the same thing with Mashiach Hashem. We, we want the Yetzirah, uh, the Sitracher, to leave uh, the Mashiach alone. So we make it that it comes from Moab, and the Mashiach, uh, the Sultan will not bother. That's why, that's why we do it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, any more callers? We finished? Oh, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Rabbi Isai, I wish you all a wonderful yontem, because next week we can't be on. Yeshvuos. And Chag Kosher, no. Chag Someyach on Shavuos. And think about Megillah's Rus before you get there. Okay? Zai Gazun, Tehibari.